Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here, and today we got to talk about facial recognition because the movement to restrict or ban facial recognition from law enforcement might actually get a serious win sooner than later. Now, here's what's going on. I thought this was a really interesting write-up uh, in the MIT uh, te Technology Review by Tate Ryan Mosley, and so I'm cribbing just a little bit here now. If we are starting with the background of this, just four years ago, the movement to ban police departments from using facial recognition technology was essentially at, at one of its high points. By the end of 2020, around 18 cities had enacted laws basically forbidding the police from using this type of technology or adopting it. U.S. lawmakers proposed a pause on the federal government's use of the technology as well. Five municipal bans on police and government use passed in 2021. But then 2022 and 2023 so far, none have hit. Now, that's according to a database by Fight for the Future, which is a group that basically is fighting for our digital rights. I'm a big fan of them. Now, some local bans, unfortunately, have also been partially repealed. And as of right now, few seriously believe that a federal ban on the police use of facial recognition could pass in the foreseeable future. Obviously, we've got a deeply divided Congress, et cetera, et cetera, culture wars, blah, blah, blah. They're really not pushing out things that are that are potentially controversial to some, although I don't know why this would be controversial to either side of the aisle. In the meantime, though, without legal limits on its use, the technology obviously is more and more ingrained. We have everything from ring doorbells, you know, with facial recognition that I've talked about to uh, several different facial recognition technologies being integrated absolutely everywhere. Even the federal government are using platforms like ID.me, uh, you know, to basically capture and verify your biometrics, etc., even though they say they're now deleting that, etc., etc. But in Massachusetts, Interestingly enough, there is actually hope for those that want to restrict law enforcement from facial recognition. The state's lawmakers are currently hammering out a bipartisan state bill that essentially seeks to limit police use on the technology. Now, it's not a full ban, but what it means is that the state police in Massachusetts could use it but not all law enforcement agencies. So like the local cops in you know, Boston or somewhere would not be able to use it, but the state police would. Now the bill, which could come to a vote very shortly here, may represent an unsatisfying compromise, both to police who want more freedom to use the technology, obviously, and to activists who want it completely banned. While it is a compromise, I think it's a step in the right direction if it does pass. But it's interesting too, because it also represents a test of the prevailing mood around the police use of these tools, which are controversial. I've talked about that extensively, uh, you know, in basically podcast, video, and, and radio form about that. Now, it's, it's controversial because when it comes to regulating face recognition, few states, interestingly enough, are actually as important as Massachusetts. And I did not know this until I read this article. Now, it has, Massachusetts has, more municipal bans on the technology than any other state. And so it's the epicenter for liberty advocates, academics, tech companies. Essentially, Massachusetts could be that state that is leading, essentially, the way in these bans, but it's also a microcosm, essentially, for, for the rest of the country. Now, right now, in the United States, regulations on the police use of facial recognition are essentially in gridlock due to the politics, which I mentioned earlier. So if a leader in this uh, in this charge, like Massachusetts, can actually pass this bill, this could be basically a signal that, that yeah, we can compromise on both sides of the aisle when it comes to something this controversial. It would also be 
one of the strictest pieces of statewide legislation in the country and therefore could possibly set a standard for how facial recognition is regulated elsewhere. The problem that we have oftentimes is that we don't have standard technology laws. Some of them on the books are even back from the Reagan era. That's how far back they go. We don't have a GDPR or rights to privacy in the way that like the EU or other countries that are on the forefront of modern technology have. Now, on the other hand, if this vote is delayed or fails, it could be another sign that the movement essentially uh, to ban this is waning and we're just going to move on to other things. And so <clears throat> the article went on to talk about the history of this. It was really a lot more detailed, but I think this is an important one. And we have seen consistently, I talked about this literally in my third TED Talk uh, that I did, uh, actually coming from a study from MIT itself, interestingly enough, about how facial recognition has a lot of false positives. We've seen people that have been jailed for days, weeks, or even months as a result of being essentially uh, misidentified due to facial recognition. I don't think this technology is ready. I think this is a, a very serious problem. And for the record, too, we have lived literally with law enforcement for centuries across the entire planet without this kind of technology. And so it is we've always had, you know, law enforcement that, that has to do their job. And uh, while I understand technology makes it easier, it's the same concept of weakening encryption so that law enforcement can get into it. The vast majority of us are not criminals. We are not doing things incorrectly or or, or, or or in a criminal way. And therefore, our right to privacy should be sacrosanct. We should not be making laws uh, or, or using technology, uh, you know, designed to cater to the lowest denominator in society. Overarchingly, if we are law-abiding citizens, we do not need these kinds of technologies. And I understand we're going to have cameras in a lot of different places. You can look at other major metropolitan areas around the globe. London was one of the first to essentially blanket their cities with cameras. You know, living, you know, in, in and around Chicago, you see cameras on street corners, you know, in, in neighborhoods in Chicago as well. And so I think this is, you know, one of those things where as we are looking at it, I can understand the presence of a video recording device, you know, to let's say adjudicate disputes. Or, you know, did that person hit that person in the accident? Like who really was at fault and all of that. But facial recognition takes it one step further in the sense that, quite frankly, we have a lot of false positives and it's and it's oftentimes in how it's made. So we've got to be careful with this. I am all for banning facial recognition technology. Heck, I don't even think ring doorbells should exist. And if they do, that privacy should be sacrosanct, even though it's not right now, as we know at Amazon, and I've talked about this extensively, and there's been much reporting on this, that Amazon has been giving the footage to law enforcement without a warrant not to mention the fact they have all of our children's faces on there every Halloween when they press a button and uh, they get captured on the ring doorbell and so I think we've got a lot of things to adjudicate but in this political climate it's gonna be very hard so there you go that is your news of the day and hopefully we'll see a ban coming out of Massachusetts and apply it to the rest of the country and please like share follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP and please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well hit that bell and as always stay safe stay online and please attempt to stay private Thanks, everybody.